what a week it has been. Four new draft prospects. Bourjou, Evan Fournier, Cardiac Kemba back in the Bronx. Goodbye, Bullock. Julius Randle, I love you. You're my savior. But we fleeced you. Let's talk some Knicks without a knack. It's no secret. Holy fucking shit, we are back again. I cannot believe it. Live from uh, Without an Act Studios, which is my fucking closet. I'm sitting here legit in my closet like an ass, uh, you know, just to try and get rid of the echo. Uh, it's your host, Ryan Quigley. Welcome to uh, welcome to the Without an Act podcast, episode two. Um, I, 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 I truly don't know where to begin. And I never, I realized that I never will because it, the draft happened and I was like, I really should just record a podcast now. And I'm like, no, 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 you j- just do it weekly. And then free agency started and you're like, ah, I really should just record. I really should just talk about this shit. And then I was like, ah, wait till, wait for it to finish. And I, 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 Thursday came around. It's been seven days. We're back at it. There's, there's so much shit that has gone down that. I don't know. I would love to meet somebody who doesn't think that the Knicks had an A-plus offseason. I would love to meet you and, you know, give you a punch in the throat. Give you a a smack in the mouth, as Uncle June would say in The Sopranos. Uh, What is wrong with you? How dare you? I, I, I... I was in a group chat and probably the only people listening to these, to these, to this podcast is the people in the group chat and people were complaining about some things. And I said, I was in Cape Cod with my girlfriend's family. And I I said, I can hear your fucking balls clanging from here. What else could you possibly want? What else on earth could you possibly? So we're, we're going to go through and I think I, I probably reverse order. So let's go through. All right. So I guess the here's actually the most important news. The most important news is that Kevin Knox is not participating <laughs> in summer league on account of uh, he got COVID, which is it's it, you feel for the kid because for the kid, he's like my age. But you feel for them for the guy because he just he just he really can't he can't get out of his own way. Uh, and he's trying his best. He's trying his best. Kevin Knox is not a bad basketball player. He just he's just not. But. Nobody wants to hear about Kevin Knox. I wish him the best, but let, let, let's go on. Julius Randle just signed a four-year, $117 million contract with the Knicks. It's below market value. He is now the 39th highest paid player in the NBA. That's all it is. People freaking out about the, the amount of money saying, oh, Julius Randle isn't worth that. At the very worst, the, ve- the very worst case scenario Julius, we will look back on this contract and we will say Julius Randle was fairly compensated. That is the worst case scenario. There is no way on earth, barring some, some terrible injury or some, something that, that cannot be predicted. Barring that, it, 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 you, you can't, you, nobody can argue with this. He's getting, uh, let's, 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 let's break it down. His base salary next year in 22-23 
is $23 million. Seven seven sixty seven hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So twenty three. Then the year after, it goes up, up to twenty five and a half. Then twenty seven and a half. Then twenty nine and a half. And that's a player option. And oh, by the way, this is the his base salaries. You know, he could make all star teams and MVPs, and that will get like if you add up the numbers that I just said, it only gets you to one hundred and six million. And I'm sure he has. There's there's another ten million in incentives. And you know uh, thresholds and what have you. So he he's getting paid roughly twenty six, twenty seven million dollars a year. That's about what Julius. That's that's exact. I remember I was having a conversation with someone last summer. That's what Julius Randall's worth. I, I was like, I love Julius Randall at twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven million dollars. But it's a shame we're gonna have to pay him thirty five forty. <laughs> I, 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 I've said it numerous times to my friends. I was like, it's you, you just you just have to pay Julius Randle the thirty five forty million. You just have to do it. Just give him the max. Yeah, he saved New York. He sa- he him and Tom Thibodeau locked arms, and they said, RJ, you you in? And RJ said, Yeah, sure, count me in. And they saved the New York Knicks. We have never seen anything like this. And oh, by the way, he's probably going to opt out of that player option in 25-26. He's probably going to opt out and get paid more. You want to know why? Because he's only 26 right now. He's only 26, and he's getting paid less than the deal that DeMar DeRozan just signed with the, with, with the, the Bulls. He is 26 years old. And DeMar DeRozan just signed the same deal to rot away on the Bulls. And he's age 31 and 363 days. You tell me how that is in a fleece. Now, it's been reported, man, Julius Randle, he's going to have, he's going to, he's going to have a statue built of him one day. There's just no way around it because he, it purposely came out that he took less money, that he signed the extension now because he loves the Knicks, he loves the organization, and he wants to give us the most flexibility to build around him. Uh, this guy was made for New York. How are you from Dallas? How are you from Dallas? You, he wants all the New York smoke for whatever reason. It's fucking amazing. And some of you have the balls to say, oh, Julius Randle isn't the guy. Really, he's not? Oh, he, 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 he didn't show up in the... He had no help in the Hawks series. They took away his playmaking. They set up walls. He couldn't pass. There was only so much D-Rose could do. Now, he's got help. They can't double and triple team him anymore without paying. He is well... He is worth well above what he is going to get paid the next few, the next few years. And that's including some regression. That's including a touch of regression, which is okay because guess what? We just, we, we just, our roster is so much better now. (laughs) It's, it's just so much better. They could, people are saying we run it back. First of all, we're not really running it back. We are running it back to a degree, to a point, but if we, if we did just bring back the exact same roster as last year we would immediately be better because we had a full year of Derrick Rose. Full year of Derrick Rose. This is, a, this is if we signed Alfred Payton. If we had a full year of Derrick Rose, we are immediately 
immediately better. So yeah, I think it's amazing that we locked up Randall. There's, there's, he's got, we're going to get into all the free agents acquisitions, but he has a point guard now. And he wants to build. He wants to stay here and he, he wants to raise his family here. And yeah, man, it, and the cap's going to go up. So it's even going to become a smaller percentage of what we're able to spend. It's, it, it was really the cherry on top of what was an excellent offseason. I want to credit John, Jonathan Macri, if you don't follow him, Nick's Film School. He's, he's the one who, uh, who I got the 39th highest you know, paid player in the league. Shout out to him. Uh, you should check him out. Um, he's also paid less than Kristaps Porzingis, by the way, still. He's still paid less than Kristaps Porzingis, and he's better. So there you go. Julius Randle, thank you for staying. I look forward. I, I was really worried that I was going to have to watch this season and be like, fuck, are we going to find a way to lose Julius Randle? Are we really going to find a way to lose Julius Randle? Um, man, thank you for staying. I'm happy you got paid. Uh, happy for, for Kendra and Kaiden, the whole Randall family. Go New York, go New York, go. Uh, so let's get into the free agents acquisitions, right? Because, <laughs> all right. What a fucking wild, wild ride it was. Because right as free agency begun, all Knicks fans were immediately bummed out because it was, it was boom. No Ellen Burks are back. No Ellen Burks are back and Bullock to the Mavs. And everybody's like, fuck, here we go again. All right, how much they paid? Noel. Three for 32? We're giving Noel three for 32? You don't love it. That news comes out and you're like, ugh, ugh. Burke come, Burks comes out three for 30. Okay, 10 mil a year for Burks off the bench. He's like a six-man guy. He could, he could do a bit of everything. I'm okay. I'm, uh, you're immediately more okay with dropping the 10, 11 million on Burks a year uh, than you are with Noel. Because you're like, why am I, why am I, why am I paying ten million dollars to a backup center? Do we not believe in Mitch? What's happening with Mitch? Are we trading Mitch? Is Mitch because like if we don't if we don't extend Mitch, he's gonna be an unrestricted free agent. We don't have his bird rights or anything. I'm pretty sure. I'm not a capologist. I got I got to get better at that kind of stuff. But we could very well lose or trade Mitch in the future. So you're like, okay. We certainly overpaid Noel, but again, if you listen to the first podcast, I'm very high on him. If we didn't have Noel last year, our season would have been a fucking disaster, period, stop. He gives Tibbs his, his, uh, his, his rim protection. He's a rim runner. He sucks on offense. It's like he's got greasy, just butterfingers, man. Just, I, 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 really, I really hope that he finds a way to work on that aspect of his game. Just hold on to the fucking ball, Nerlens. What the hell are you doing? Um, and you could tell that he was a good locker room presence, that the whole, I mean, the whole locker room was fucking close. But nobody was really in love with, I, I was probably, if you, if you took a poll of Nick's Twitter, I was probably higher on the on this Noel contract than most. Most people hated it. And, uh, you know, and, and that was before we learned that the the the, the final year of both deals uh, it's team option. So it's really only two-year deals, and if we don't want to pick it up, we don't have to. Um, so you're like, okay, two years 20, two years 21, 22 for, for Burks and Noel. That's the worst-case scenario. That's fine. That's Yeah, that's not bad. We're not even getting into why you want 
to drop money on players. We're not getting into that yet. We're just taking we're taking the contracts at face value. So that was that was the immediate like ah is this going to be a stupid a stupid off season? And then they dropped the the Rose contract. Uh, the Rose contract was three years, forty three million. So that's fourteen million a year, about give or take. I don't think that's that terrible. I really don't think. If you looked at what Derrick Rose did for the Knicks last year, he's worth four. That was fourteen million dollars. You 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 get your money's worth. By my accounts, I I reckon, I I, I would take that ten times out. Of, you know, is it is it going to look ugly? If it was a true three years guaranteed, again, we have a team option la- on year three, so it's really, you know. It really is. It's two twenty-eight. It's two for twenty-eight. And if we don't want to pick it up, we don't have to, you know. So th- I'm not mad at the Rose deal either. I, I, I'm really not. And it, he's at the very at the very least next year. He's he's going to be worth more than fourteen million. I I think, you know, in leadership, in mentoring our draft picks, uh, you know, and just kind of being. A, just being being able to stabilize that second unit and sort of being be an extension of Tibbs, uh, which is important, you know. Uh, but yeah, so I'm really not. I I I wasn't too upset with the with the Rose deal. And then you're like, wait, are we picking Burks over Bullock? Are we really? Bullock was amazing. Bullock was our starter. Bullock was one of the best defenders in the league, pretty much. Nobody wants to say that out loud. And he shot 40%. He guarded the best opposing perimeter player every single night. We're really just going to let him go? And we did. We just fucking did. And not only did he just go to a random team, he went to the Mavs. And it's really fucking difficult for us Knicks fans to root for the Mavs. (laughs) Um, So, we'll talk a little bit about did that make sense? But I get, I, I get why it happened. Um, and it was fairly obvious, especially once Bullock signed with the Mavs for basically the same contract as Burks. So we definitely picked Burks over Bullock. We'll talk about whether that was the right decision or not. But it was Burks or Bullock, and they went with the playmaking, versatile Burks instead of just the 3 and D, one-dimensional guy in Bullock. But once that deal happened, you're like, okay, we're either signing DeRozan or Fournier. We're either signing DeRozan or Fournier. What the fuck's going to happen? And of course, the Fournier news dropped. And all of this happens, and you're like, oh. You, you look down, you do the numbers, you're like, okay, we have Fournier, we have, we have Noel, we have Rose, we have Burks. We let Bullock walk. And we don't have a point guard. We didn't sign Lonzo Ball. Wait, we really didn't sign Lonzo? We, so, what? Okay, how about Kendrick? What, Kendrick Nunn just went to the Lakers? Oh. Okay. Uh, uh, well, are, are we trading for, we, we can't trade any players, really, unless they're Obi or RJ right now? Or Randall? So, so we can't really trade for a point guard. We didn't draft the point guard. What the fuck are we going to do? This is, are we going to, we have, we have four million in cap. Holy shit! We are going to sign Alfred Payton. <laughs> we are going to sign Alfred fucking Payton for four million dollars. I remember looking down and be like, "Holy shit! We are really going to. We are really running it back 
and replacing Fournier with Bullock. And this is a disappointing offseason. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And then it came out, there was the rumor where they said, okay, we can do a sign-and-trade where we, we send Bullock to the Mavs and we can send out Kevin Knox and Luca Vildoza. And we, we should have around, and, you know, we, uh, Rose will slide into the early bird exception. So he won't count towards the cap just yet. And we'll have $16, 17 $18 million to do a sign and trade and acquire Dennis Schroeder. And he'll be the starter. And that'll make sense. And it was either you either believed that or you believed Rose was our starter or Vildoza was our starter. Those were the only two things. Those were the only two options when it came to Nick's lore at that point in time. We're getting Schroeder or Rose and Vildoza are splitting it. And both, in their own ways, are disappointing and frustrating. But with mental gymnastics, I became a Schroeder fan. I was like, oh, Schroeder, you know, that's going to, that's going to, it's, it's, he's better than Peyton. <laughs> he's better than Peyton. That was the mantra for all Knicks fans. It's better than Peyton. It's better than Peyton. And then I remember waking up. I was at my work desk. I just, I just refreshed Twitter. Boom. The Oklahoma City Thunder are buying out Kemble Walker. And he intends to sign with cap space. No sign and trade. You're not giving up any assets. Nothing of the sort. He's just going to sign with the New York Knickerbockers to be our starting point guard. What a fucking roller coaster ride. What a fucking beautiful, th- what, a, what, a, what a beautiful morning that was. And this was before the, the Julius. It was, it was an A the second they signed Kemba. It was an A++++ when they signed Julius to that extension. What a fu- what a what a it was it was some of the most it was some of the most fun and exciting fucking days of being a Nick fan that I can in my in my in my recent memory. What a fucking roller coaster. Immediate disappointment. Knicks will be Knicks. Nerland's Noel. Da da da. To holy fuck, we have a legit squad. Celtics Twitter is furious at us because they're butthurt and jealous. <laughs> that they essentially gave up picks to acquire Horford, uh, Ennis Cantor, and uh, uh, who else? And, and, and fucking Josh Richardson. And they're like, oh, look at Knicks thinking that they're hot shit because they're, you know, they're, 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 they're excited about a, a six seed roster. Lick my fucking ass. Are you kidding me? What a beautiful story this is. Anybody should be able to look at it and be excited about it. Man. Man, man, what a wild thing. What a, what, what a wild, one-year deal, Kemble Walker, Noel, Burks, and Rose, all of them, the, the final year, it's up to the Knicks whether they want to pay him or not. Bullock's gone, which is sad. Uh, and it's especially sad that he's with the Mavs and it's going to be difficult to root for him um, for the same, basically the same exact money as Burks. But it sort of is what it is. It sort of is what it is. Now, Let's talk about why shit is so much better, right? Let's talk, let's talk a little basketball, huh? It would have immediately been an improvement if, it, if we just replaced Fournier with Bullock. 
uh, uh, strike that in reverse. It would have been if we ran it back and we just replaced Bullock with Fournier, it would immediately be an improvement. And I'll tell you why. Reggie Bullock, I mean, we're playing we're playing a little 2K right now, aren't we? We're, we're, we're not taking into account how big of a locker room guy Bullock was. We're not going to get into that right now. That's tough to quantify. In terms of points, Fournier shots, he, he was, he, so Fournier last year, we're just going off last year. We're not going to do careers. Fournier was 17, three and three. Bullock was 10, one and three or 10, three and one. They both had three rebounds. Fournier had basically two more assists, average two more assists a game. So that's a plus. That's just the basic stats. All right, well, a Bullock's a better shooter. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, uh, Bullock, two and a half. Wait, no, a Bullock, six attempts a game. Fournier, 6.7 attempts a game from three. Uh, and they both shot 41%. So they're identical lockdown shooters. They're both excellent shooters. Now, this is where it gets important. Reggie Bullock, 0.8 free throw attempts a game. Evan Fournier, 3.3. So that's triple, basically. If my, if my math is correct and we're rounding, that's about triple, huh? <laughs> triple the free throw attempts. Now, Bullock is a better shooter. Bullock, Bullock shot 90% from free throw. Fournier, 78%. But that's not bad. I'll take that. I'll take the three and 78 as opposed to the one and 90 because Bullock doesn't drive. Fournier can put the ball on the floor. He's a ball handler. He's an excellent shooter. Um, he really, from the, this hurts my heart to say it, but on the offensive end, he could basically do every single thing that Bullock can do and more. Add in a little ball handling and a little shake and bake, a little step back. But he's, he's a better overall player than Bullock. Which sucks. And obviously he got paid more than Bullock. It just, it, it proves. Now, you might say, well, Bullock's a way better defender. And you're probably right. He probably, what I'm about to say, the, 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 the argument that I'm about to make is very manipulative and unfair. It just is. Bullock, 0.8 steals a game. Fournier, 1.1. Bullock, 0.2 blocks a game. Fournier, half a block. Uh, if you go per, per a hundred possessions, per 100 present, per 100 possessions, fuck Jesus. Uh, where the hell is this statistic? Bullock's block percentage was 0.5. Evan Fournier's was 1.4. So it's not like the, the, the argument, I'm not, I am not trying to argue that Fournier is a better defender than Reggie Bullock. I'm not that stupid, and I understand all you need. You could go into the advanced shit, which I'm not smart enough to do, or you could just do the fucking eye test. Reggie Bullock is a better, more consistent defender than Evan Fournier. I can say that out loud. But the idea that Fournier is a terrible defender, I think that's misguided. If anybody's saying, I don't even know if anybody's saying that. The argument that I'm trying to make here is that Fournier's offense probably makes up for his defense in terms of us getting better as a complete roster. So I'm not that upset about it. I'm upset to see Bullock leave. It's a little bit of a bummer. Okay, Sarah, Sarah, let's move on. Fournier is going to do a lot for our offense. Now, let's talk. Do 
we really don't need to talk about how much of an upgrade Kemba is over Peyton. That's really stupid to have to do it. But let's just let let's just do like let's just do a quick look, right? Kemba Walker last year dropped nineteen five, right? Yeah, nineteen five and four, right? It's just, it's just unfair. Kemba nineteen, Alfred ten points a game. Kemba five assists, Alfred three. Free throw attempts, Kemba, 3.1 on a hobbled knee. Alfred, totally healthy, 1.7 free throw attempts. Oh, by the way, Kemba Walker, 90% free throw shooter. Alfred, uh, a Zoftig, 68% free throw shooter. You want to talk about three Kemba shot, 36%, which is about league average, give or take, you know, for an okay shooter. Alfred was 28% <laughs> from three, and he only took one. Point six threes a game while Kemba did eight. So you are you you're you're tripling, you're doubling, I guess. You're doubling your free throw attempts. That's assuming that he doesn't get any more healthy and athletic and twitchy. Assuming we have the exact same Kemba Walker, yeah, let's pretend like he didn't average 20 points a game from from uh 2015 or something on, and last year he averaged 19. Let's pretend that didn't happen, I guess. And he's not a former all-star. Let's pretend he's exactly the same health. We are doubling our free throw attempts from our point guard. And we are quintupling, quadrupling. I don't know. We're going from one and a half to eight threes a game from our point guard position. It's pretty fucking good. It's pretty fucking good. Um, Again, it's going to be a step back on defense no matter what. But again, Kemba had more steals. Kemba had more blocks. He just did. When, when these star guys, when they want to D up, they'll D up. They just will. Yeah, how about this? In 43 games, Kemba Walker had 149 free throw attempts. In 63 full games, Alfred Payton had 107. So in, in what? In what? Two-thirds? Or I'm not good at math, but in a fraction of the games, Kemba Walker already shot more free throws. So that's, uh, man. So I I really couldn't be I really couldn't be more happy. And Kemba, he's only getting paid eight million. Kemba, we're paying we're paying Kemba eight million dollars. Will you grow up? So you know what? Let's 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 move to the draft, shall we? We we got all, all free agency. We're working our way backwards. Draft was a little disappointing too. We ended up this this was our hole. I won't get into the fact that we traded away picks and we traded back twice. I'm not going to get into that. But we ended up with Quentin Grimes, Deuce McBride. Here's a clip of me talking about Deuce McBride. He's a pest. He's a pest on defense. He's a Tibbs guy. He like that's how he made his living. He's like six two, so he's got like he's got he's a little undersized. But he's he's strong. He's in your face. He's a pest on defense. Also, I guess I'll. Also, I guess I thought Quentin Grimes was a point guard. I don't know why I included that. Included him at that portion. I get they shows how much how little fucking I know. Um, I don't know. I didn't do any. I admittedly I didn't do any research, and I just knew people that I respected that liked Quentin Grimes. So it was all good by me. All good by me. Um, so we got Quentin Grimes, Deuce McBride, Rokas Yakobitis. <laughs> <laughs> who's just like a lefty point guard from Lithuania. 
Uh, he, uh, he seems, he seems bad. He seems bad, but you know, who the fuck am I? Um, Jericho Sims, who is like just an athletic big, I don't know if he's an NBA talent, but he's just, he looks, he looks like a man amongst boys. He's got wide shoulders. He can jump. He's, there's that viral clip of, you know, him hitting his tooth on the basketball rim or whatever, where he hit his eye trying to dunk. He's a freak athlete. Yeah, sure. Count me in. I wouldn't be upset if he worked out. But again, he just, yeah, I, I really haven't much watched much tape on him. I don't expect anything from him, but Jericho Sims. Um, and then from the first trade, we traded 19. We traded with Charlotte where they got Kai Jones, who I was talking about. Uh, we got a very protected first. So like they need, they need, we only get it. We only ever get it if, if it lands between like 18 and 30, we never, we will never get like a high pick again, um, from them. And then eventually, of course, five years down the road, it becomes two seconds or something. It's very, it's very heavily protected. And I would have loved to see less of that if we were going to, if we were going to do it. But if you didn't love a player, you want to get some value. It's going to be good to stock up for a trade, which we will talk about. And then when we traded, we traded back from 21 with the Clippers. That's where we trade. We traded from 21 to 25, and the Clippers threw us a 2023 second round pick, which, sure, I mean, it's going to end up being 55 overall. But, I mean, that's kind of where we got Jericho Sims. So it doesn't mean nothing. Um, but, again, it's just more shit to throw in a big trade. Uh, so, yeah, Quentin Grimes is good, man. I'm excited for Quentin Grimes. I don't know if he's going to play. He's probably not going to play all that much. Uh, off the rip, he's probably going to get only garbage time, but it's going to be good. I mean, if he if he develops, there's always going to be room for three and D guys. And again, if we're just talking about like just collecting assets for a big trade, there's nothing wrong with with having a guy like Quentin Grimes around. He was in NCAA last year. He was one of three players to hit over a hundred three pointers. So there's only three players in the NBA that hit over a hundred threes. He was one of them. Uh, I don't know who the other two are. <laughs> and then the other cool stat is that he was only one of two in NCAA to rank in the top 10 in both offensive and defensive rating. So, you know, he, the, the, he, the story with him is that he went to Kansas. He sort of fell out of grace. He transferred to Houston, remade his game. Uh, he was really humbled, became an excellent three-point shooter. Uh, you know, I have the numbers in front of me right here. His... First year in Houston, 1920, he shot 32% from three. Uh, last year, he shot 40% from three. So that goes to show when this guy wants to fucking do something, he's going to do it. He led them to uh, Final Four, if you remember. They lost to Baylor. But that's pretty fucking cool. You know, I, I, it's, very, it's very difficult to say that you don't like Quentin Grimes as a player. Uh, again, he's probably not going to play too much. Uh, I'll get into the what, the what the projections should be, a few of my own projections, if you will. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy. With, and of course, everybody knows that I like Deuce McBride. I don't have, I can't say a bad thing about him. I think he's going to fit right into Tom Thibodeau again. He's probably not going to play too much off the rip, uh, just cause Tom Thibodeau is Tom Thibodeau. Uh, but again, man, if he's able to develop into something, there's nothing wrong with having a guy like Deuce McBride being your, your, you know, backup to third string point guard and just being a pest on defense, pissing guys off in garbage time. Uh, there's just, there's just fucking nothing wrong with it. So I, I you know me, I, I love me some deuce. He could shoot too. Uh, you know, sort of that Marcus Smart sort of situation. Uh, ideally anyways. Uh, so that's what we got from the draft. Again, the only thing that really pissed me off was the, the, uh, the, the Charlotte trade. That really, that really wasn't great. But again, I was also disappointed that we didn't get Duarte. Man, how about that? I bet the, I bet the fucking Pacers listened to the episode. Uh, they, they probably listened to the podcast, huh? They got Duarte and Isaiah Jackson, which is a little bit of a bummer. But, I mean, hey. Uh, okay. 
So that's 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 the recap, right? Right now we're sitting. Our starting five is going to be Kemba, Fournier, RJ, Randall, Mitch. That's pretty fucking good. That's a solid fucking thing. Kemba running the show. You, you know you're going to have playmaking from three of the four positions. Who knows? Maybe Mitch starts fucking shooting threes at you know, finally. Who who the fuck knows? But you know you. Kemba's a 36% free throw shooter. Fournier, RJ, Randall, all shot 40. You're going to play, you can't play five out yet, but that's pretty fucking good. You know, running the rim, you have guys that can pass. There's really nothing. I mean, again, it's going to be a step back defensively, but again, we play team def- we, 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 we play deep. Te- Holy shit. But again, we, we play team defense, which if Kemba comes here, if Kemba came here, he's obviously in, he's obviously buying in. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that starting five. And then, man, I'm excited for this second unit of Rose, IQ, Burks, Obi, Noel again. You know, another year together. Rose does not have to worry about, you know, they're, they're, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Rose and Kemba just split minutes. They just split it right down the fucking middle. Uh, you know, as Kemba's coming off the injury, you don't want to overwork him. Rose, obviously, getting a little long in the tooth. Don't want to overwork him. Nothing fucking wrong with that, you know? They're going to lean on each other, and they're going to spread it spread it evenly, so I'm excited. And then the garbage time to round out 15. We got Luca Vildoza, who a lot of people are talking about cutting or waving for another player. Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. So you got Luca, Deuce, Quentin Grimes, Kevin Knox, man. It fucking sucks to be Kevin Knox as your third string four. And then Old Man Taj. We got, I, how could I forget? We got Old Man Taj back, which is excellent. That's to be expected, man. I really hope that he becomes like our Udonis Haslam for the Heat, where he's just he's just there. You know, I really don't care if Taj plays zero minutes a game, but just to, he's going to be a great mentor, you know, continuing for Mitch, continuing for Noel. Um, but, you know, if that guy Jericho Sims does anything, you know, that it's going to be good to have him around. Um, and then what I, what I sort of imagine that our two-way deals are going to be, I we're probably going to sign Jericho Sims to a two-way deal, and that leaves one slot open. We could either do someone random, I guess. We could do Rokas, Jakobitis, <laughs> or whatever the fuck his name. I don't see that happening. I really would love to see Theo Pinson back. Just give him the two-way contract. Just have him in the locker room, man. He wants to be back. I, 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 I would take his locker room presence over... Definitely over any contribution that we think that Rojas or any other free agent might throw our way as our 16th and 17th guy. Uh, so, yeah, man, I, I, I really hope that that's the only thing that we're missing. That would be the cherry, cherry, cherry on top uh, for the for the offseason if we bring Theo Pinson back. Now, I have something to get off my chest. A lot of people were upset, were disappointed, like myself— at the at, that we didn't sign Lonzo Ball. I wanted Lonzo Ball. I'll come out and say it. I thought he was going to be a good fit. I thought he could run an offense. I think he could shoot. I know that him and Julius Randle are boys. I was. I, we have the money. Why not just sign fucking Lonzo Ball, right? <sighs> Guess what? Tibbs said no. Leon Rose said no. They said no. We're not going to do that. We don't think he's that good. You understand? They said it. So get over it. Stop acting like... It. We got Fournier. We got it. Stop complaining. If anybody out there thinks that they're a better coach than Tom Thibodeau, please raise your hand 
point your index finger high to the sky and then promptly shove it up your ass because you're not better than Tom Thibodeau. He took not, he took a, a team that was projected to win 22, 23 games, and we, 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 made, we were fourth in the East. He's earned it. He didn't want Lonzo Ball. He didn't like him. Sorry, get over it. Move on. I was getting a little upset because people are, are people. I guess that I guess if you want to be disappointed that we didn't immediately trade for Dame and you don't want to do the research and find out why it didn't make sense right now that he's gonna he's gonna roll with Portland for a little bit. He's gonna see what they have to do. He's gonna see if they can maybe turn shit around. He's gonna wait and see with Portland. And it makes sense because right now the Knicks don't really have the assets to trade unless you want to include RJ. And I really don't want to include RJ in a Dame trade, but if we have to, we have to. What did you expect them to do? What'd you expect? Who'd you want? Who what free agent did you want? If you want to say Lonzo Ball, fine. Yeah, we already told Tibbs disagrees. He didn't want Lonzo Ball. There really wasn't anything else. There wasn't fucking anybody. All the 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 if you look at a list of the top 10 free agents, John Collins, Atlanta to Atlanta, Chris Paul, Phoenix to Phoenix, Jared Allen, Cleveland to Cleveland, Powell, Portland to Portland, Kyle Lowry, Toronto to Miami. Okay, so we didn't get Kyle Lowry. Sorry. He was going to Miami. He, he wasn't ready to come here. He wanted to hang out with his buddy. His, he wanted to hang out with his buddy Jimmy. wasn't coming to New York. So boom, that's only one. Duncan Robinson, Miami to Miami. Demar Derozan, San Antonio, Chicago. You wanted Demar Derozan for that contract? You wanted Demar Derozan for that contract? Really? Are you fucking kidding me? He's he's like thirty two or something, and he's not good. He's not. For, it would have been it would have been annoying. He's a bucket, but he can't shoot. No thanks. I don't want him. If you wanted Demar Derozan. You can suck my ass. Lonzo Ball. Okay. I already addressed Lonzo Ball. That's the only other one. Evan Fournier signed with the Knicks. Tim Hardaway Jr. Dallas to Dallas. Mike Conley, Utah to Utah. You wanted Dinwiddie? Okay. I was interested in Dinwiddie. That's fine. But again, that's a risky, that's a risky deal. And obviously he wanted to be the guy. He wants to you he wanted to be the guy in uh he wanted to be the guy in fucking Washington for whatever reason. I don't know why people keep going to Washington, <laughs> but whatever. You you understand what I'm saying, Gary Gary Trent, Toronto to Toronto, but we 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 got our guy for eight mil. Kemba Walker, we got him for squat diddly. And by the way, the the Bulls had to give up assets. They gave up a first round pick to get Demar Rosen, and they had to pay him, and they got rid of Thaddeus Young. So they gave up real shit. They 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 think I don't know why they did that, but they did it. So the the when it comes, what did you what did you want him to do? If you wanted Bullock over Burks, especially now with the fit with Kemba Walker, Bullock would have been a better fit with Kemba, I believe, uh, because Kemba he can only be so good on defense because he's small. Um, but the bottom line is our offense is going to be far more dynamic, far more, uh, you know, far less limited, and it's going to be really hard to just shut Randall down like the Hawks did to us. You know, so now the question begs to be asked. What's next? What, 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 what's the next thing to happen? What's the next shoe to drop? Well, first of all, we can't really make a trade. We can't really make a trade yet. Uh, we, we, can't, we can't trade any of the guys we just signed until some, there's some threshold in the middle of the season. 
Uh, so we have to wait for that to happen. We can't trade any rookies yet. We can't trade any draft picks. So the only people that we can really trade are Obi, Mitch, Kevin Knox, um, and RJ and Julius. I don't want to do that right now. I think they want to hang on to those guys. Um, and it would make a lot of sense, and I hope they do. Uh, so we got to. the answer is nothing right now, I don't think. The trade that makes the the the, the non Dame the non the only non Dame Lillard trade that I think makes a lot of sense is trading, you know, some combination of Knox, uh, Mitch probably is what would be in this trade, and some you know it, whatever role player you want to throw in whatever amount of picks required for Miles Turner on the Pacers. There's a lot of smoke there. There's been a lot of rumblings. He basically does every single thing that Mitch does. He's slightly less athletic. I think Mitch is probably a little better on the offensive boards, but Miles Turner can also shoot. Like, you know, we all we've all seen the clips of Mitch uh, you know, <laughs> handling a ball, uh, you know, in an open gym against some like 5 foot 9 guy like myself and chucking up a 3 and and draining it, which is cool. You'll never do that in a game. <laughs> um, Miles Turner can shoot. So it'd be cool. It'd be really cool to play some 5 out. Uh, eventually, whether that happens midseason, maybe, maybe not. I don't know how much better Dame Lillard's situation in Portland's going to get. I really don't know. I don't know. I sort of like what sort of like what do you expect the Knicks to do? What do you expect the Trailblazers to do? What do you? I mean, they re-signed Norman Powell, but they haven't added anyone. They still have Rocco and and Nurk, and it, it, I, I. What do you? What do you want him to do? You can't go and trade for it. Nobody's really available right now. If they were available, you know, you would. I mean, what you're going to trade for, Buddy Heald? You just signed Norman Powell. You don't have cap space. Nobody's going there for the vet man. They're going to the fucking Lakers, which is cool. I, I love what the Lakers are doing. I think it's fucking the Lakers and Heat. It's gonna. It's it's really super dope. I really hope that one of them because it's not going to be the Knicks. I really hope that one of those take one of those teams take down the nets um just you know old heads getting together and hanging out in miami and la and just balling together i think i think it's fucking cool if you're a lebron hater i understand you not liking it then root for the heat it's fine um or just root for the things um but i don't know what could get much better in portland so it seems pretty unavoidable that dame lillard dame lillard is one is going to want to go out and we now have, on top of all the other draft picks that we still have, we still have all our first, we've made a few draft picks now, we have all this young talent, and now we have the salaries that we can throw together, right? We have the salaries right in front of, we, we, we boom, you want, we, we can give you, we can give you Obi Knox, uh, Noel, and Alec Burks, and you can have all the picks in the world. And that gives us to the salary, whether you want better players or not, that's fine. But we can we can easily put together an outgoing salary that matches, um, you know, a, a max contract. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go on NBA Trade Machine and try to trade a superstar to the Nets. Because you can't do it without giving up James Harden, Kyrie Irving, or Kevin Durant. It's very difficult to make trades in the NBA when you have only max and min guys. 
you, it just it simply can't be done. You need those mid-tier guys to have the flexibility to go out and make moves. And now we have that over the next two and if we want three years. For those who aren't getting it, I would encourage you to think back to where you were on July 14th, 2016. July 14th, 2016. There was an NBA player. I'll give you a hint. There was an NBA player that signed a contract. And I'll give you another. You know, I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and fucking tell you. DeMar DeRozan signed a contract with the Toronto Raptors. That contract was five years long. And he was paid, give or take a few hundred thousand dollars, about $27 million every every single year. It's, it's more than what Randall agreed to get paid for. But we won't, we won't have to talk about it. We're talking about DeMar DeRozan. In 2016, he agreed to sign that contract because the Raptors were good. They were winning. They had their two of Kyle Lowry. They were, you know, they were chugging along. But guess who became available? There was a man named Kawhi Leonard who wanted to be traded, and he said, I would like to be traded to these teams in L.A., ideally. And Pop said, you can go fuck yourself. I'm sending you to Canada. And he traded him. To Canada for DeMar DeRozan. Oh, but wait, we we're locked in to 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 the salary. We say no, you're not. It's so easy to move fucking salary. You don't think that we could move Nerlens Noel ten million in two seconds? It would take two se- Hey, we'll give you Nerlens Noel for and and two second round picks. You could send us, you know, you, you could send us an ice cream cone. Deal, Cleveland Cavaliers. Deal. It would be over in no time. That's how fucking easy. It is in the NBA to move salary. It's not about open space anymore. It's the, If you look at how stars are required, it's all through trade. So we are going to trade for a star someday. Who it's going to be, I don't quite know. So I'm hyped about it, man. I think I really, it, it really doesn't get better than this. I really do think that eventually Dame is going to force his way out because um, I don't see how it gets better. I don't understand what the fuck you expect the, the Trailblazers to do. Um, but... If he ends up on the Knicks, it's it it would putting I'll say this. Putting together a Damian Lillard trade would take a grand total of 30 seconds. It's so easy. It would be so easy for Scott Perry and whoever the fuck the GM of the Trailblazers is to sit down and say, "Okay, we're going to we're are we going to do this? We're going to do this." It would be it would happen in no time fucking flat. That's how easy it would be. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm pretty fucking pumped about it. I'm pretty. I really, I really do like everything. Um, I'm very excited to see uh, how these young guys play in summer camp, summer league, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know how good we're gonna be. I don't know how bad we're gonna be. I don't think we're we're not a championship contender. There was going, there was not going to be anything that could make us a championship contender at this point in time. So if you're eager, I have my, I have one buddy. I, I I'm pretty sure he's listening. I love you. We sh- we we don't want Tobias Harris. <laughs> I don't want Tobias. We don't we don't want any. We don't want Buddy Healed. We don't we don't want those guys yet. Take it easy. We got significantly better in one off season. Leon Rose's one goal was to get superstars to New York. We are well 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 on our way. But yeah, man, thanks so much for listening. By the way, uh, if you, I now, we're now on Apple Podcasts. If you made it this far, 
uh, and you haven't already, throw us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on fucking uh, Google Podcasts. We, I did the whole distribution thing. Uh, you can send me an email or you can send me a tweet at uh, my, well, my email is withoutanackpod at gmail.com. Uh, or just you know fucking fucking tweet me, send me a DM. We'll we'll uh, we'll 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 have we'll have a dialogue instead of a monologue, right? Uh, but yeah, man. Bottom line, love the Knicks. Uh, you know, I love where we're going. Hit me up. Keep listening. Thank you so much. Uh, I talked all the Knicks that I could. You know, talk some Knicks. Uh, still don't have a knack. Talk to you guys later. It's no secret.